following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And you're finding us online here, but wherever you found us, whether it be through Podbean or YouTube, wherever it may be, we're getting back into our Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign, and we'll have Jason kick us off. Will I, though? Do I want to kick us off? I'm not sure, but I guess since you put me on the spot, I will. My name is Jason. I'll be uh, GMing uh, for uh, maybe the last game and air it in here. We'll see. I've been saying that for weeks and weeks now, and it hasn't happened yet, so that, uh, we'll see what happens here. But uh, let's kick things off and get started. We'll go with Aster first. Hello, everyone. My name is Aster. I will be playing Ami, the um, apparently bean-ridden uh, fairy this episode. <laughs> We need yeah. to level up another level still. It'll depend on the trash. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, you wanty rogue, and I'm hoping we uh, destroy the city this time around because we've been slacking big time lately. Mm. Uh, this is Eli. I'll be playing Ray's tiefling bard, who's also raring to go with some city officials. Let's burn it all down. Yeah. This is Joe. I'm playing Rolex, the Warforged Artificer Gardener. And I'm Randy. And I play Les, the Tabaxi Fighter, with uh, Grudge to go and sort out. I think third life. Why? Does that mean he's an Artificer Gardener? It's all fake grass. No, it's all organic, man. I say, I say, excellent. I, I, I want to have a gardener subclass now. That's what needs to happen, <laughs> gardener. All right. Well, um, why don't we let um, the um, weaponless rays give us a recap from what happened last time? Uh, okay, so <clears throat> we uh, we started session out in the nightclub. Uh, I forget <laughs> what it's called. I don't know my safe houses. I don't work in this side of town. All right, this is oh, cover not my territory. This is uh, Drake's Bane lands here. Uh, <clears throat> we all decided that we were going to be uh, uh, splitting up, trying to uh, find our way back into the uh, uh, Wintermere State. That's what it's called. Uh, Rolex and Ami. Ami. I've Rolex has been like so puppy dog with Les that I I thought mm. first I thought for a second yeah. Rolex was with Les. No, Les is with me. Uh, Rolex and Ami yeah. just went straight or are trying to go straight to the Wintermere State to go back to work, go back to tending the gardens, and get in that way. Um, Les and myself are trying to find a tailor the, that works with the Wintermere Guard to get uh, uniforms for ourselves and try and sneak in that way. And Ophidian went somewhere Future Joe here. We had some problems with the recording service. Gave us about three minutes of bad audio. So we're going to skip over those three minutes and rejoin the podcast right here. You getting nervous, buddy? No, not nervous. Just trying to figure out how this is going to work. So many guards will be easily able to slip in with the rest of them. Once we get the uniforms, of course. Right. That's the issue. Stick with the plan. We know where to go. 
we'll just get there as fast as we can uh, without drawing attention to ourselves. Yeah. Currently, you guys are like a little bit down the street looking at this building here because it's, it's it, it, the guild hall area is pretty much open. It's a lot more open in terms of space than like, like the super close buildings that you're used to seeing. And there are probably about nine or ten guards now moving in and out around the street area. Some of them are hitching up and getting their, their mechanical carts ready to go for the day. Um, you see that there are a few what looks to be like normal workers that are in regular street clothes that are carrying like packages that they're making their way down the side of the building. Um, it is heavily there's a lot of activity right here a lot of a lot of traffic in and out of people so what do you guys want to do <clears throat> um do you think we could snag one of their aprons or anything that they have lying around and just kind of act like we're working and walk by race no He's just muted. Raze has, <laughs> has left you right now. Raze has started yeah. to walk off in the uh, opposite direction. Raze is uh, lost in thought. <laughs> hmm. So Les is, while he's thinking, is going to just pretend to, like, I don't know, lace his non-boot that he's not wearing. <laughs> make, make, make me a deception check, then. Nice. Or performance check. One of those two. Uh, let's see. Deception's plus two. Performance is also plus two. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. As you're starting to like bend down and tie on your shoes and stuff like that, you see a few of the guards look across the street to where you guys are standing, raised, lost in thought. And as you, uh, you know, start tie your shoe and, and things like that, you know, they kind of give you a glance, but they don't seem to pay any mind to you. They, you seem to be blending in enough with uh, the current like kind of hustle and bustle of the morning that. You know, they're, they're, they're passing glances. They're not really uh, keying in on you at this moment. Hmm. Are there any, like, extra boxes or anything laying around to the side? We could Make just... a perception check. Alrighty. I have these pages out of order. Let's see. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. So there's nothing right in front of the actual building that's out there. Again, it's all, it's all like, guards and stuff like that. Uh, down the side, you can see that there is a caravan that is... Uh, a couple of uh, workers seem to be going to and from. It looks like they're bringing in, like, boxes. You can't see what's inside the boxes because they're closed. But they are bringing things in and out from there. Behind you, you have a couple of um, other of the guild halls that are lining the streets here. And the one that you're currently behind is the Carpentry Guild. Um, there are several boxes and crates and, like, woodworking tools in this particular area behind you. Um, but that's what you see with, with uh, a 21. Uh, excuse me, sir. Talk to one of the workers at the uh, yeah, cart. Yeah, Give the, uh, and, at, the back door, at the at the cart that's uh, uh, across the street. You're going to make your way over there to see them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, not to trouble you. Uh, have you by chance emptied any boxes? I'm trying to help my friend here move, and we could use a couple empties. So you as you as you're doing this here, you see the two of them. There's one inside the cart, and it's a pretty deep cart. It looks like it goes on for maybe 20 feet deep. It's one of the longer extended ones, uh, almost like a, a big trailer. And um, you can see the two that have been taking boxes and out. One of them is taking them and walking away. The other one that just comes over, you can see there's another person coming inside the cart looking down. And as the one grabs it, he goes, um, empty boxes to help your friend move? Yes, the district's getting a little expensive, and uh, yeah. he wants to get an early start today. So. He, he looks up at his what you assume to be his boss who's handing him the things, and I need you to make me a uh, persuasion check. Uh, let's see if I can keep this going. 20. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he goes, he goes, um, 
Well, he's like, well, yeah, money is getting tighter around here. Um, your friend, how many boxes do you need, cat man? Oh, uh, he packs light. We only need a couple, maybe three tops. Uh, he looks over at his at his people and he goes, do, "When you're done with unloading those ones here, have Shane bring bring some empties. We'll we'll stack them over here for you." Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, he he goes back to kind of like, "All right, get back to work." And you see the young man who was initially confused walk forward. It takes about three or four minutes, but they come back and they they bring over three kind of uh, crate looking style boxes and they put them down in front of you. Are they like large crates or just kind of? Uh... Yeah, they're they're they're, they're decent sized crates. Yeah. Okay, Les will just put uh just hand raise one on the hold and like put one on each side. All right, let's uh just walk down and mind our business like we're doing this on purpose. <laughs> Thank <Les>. you. <laughs> you are better at this than I gave you credit for. And he'll just walk following Les's lead. He, this is. Okay. This should be interesting. Where are you walking towards then, Les? Uh, Ray's, what's the address again? Is <laughs> your for, for the tailor? Yes. See that big I mean, building with the silver smokestacks? Yeah, okay. you're right next to it. You're right next to it. They were delivering the boxes to this building. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, let's uh, carry them in like they go in here. <laughs> so you're going to walk through the front door with the boxes? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I would like to steer less away from this. So <laughs> like, you what you want to do. Like, I didn't realize I we're see, so close to there. So. Yeah, like I see him shifting his weight to go to the front door, and I'm like, the, the, but buddy, uh, just grab his tail. <clears throat> was I able to hear him like uh, talking yeah. with with him? It's just like, but but buddy, my house is this way. Remember? Uh, yeah, I I was gonna look at something uh, at the tailor shop, uh, but we I can look. I can go shopping later. All right, man. Let's just get this going. So, where are you, are you guys? Where are you guys walking down the same alley that the two workers have been taking the boxes down? Because that's where they've been delivering them down that alleyway. Or you can go around the other side of the building, or you can do something completely different. Probably the other side of the building. Go yeah. to a different alley. Okay, so you make your way past some of the guards there, and there's like six of them who are like hanging out, and that's where the obsidian soldier is. He's sitting, uh, uh, like parked right on the side of the other end of the other entrance of the building. So there's the one alley on this side where you guys see the them delivering things front door other side there's a group of guards and then the obsidian guard who's sitting there as you guys are making your way with these boxes um they're kind of blocking the path as far as going down the alleyway right now from how they're standing okay, what would you guys we'll like to to say yeah just we'll just, just keep, keep going just keep walking less okay so you, so, you, so you don't try to go down the alley you just walk keep walking down that that down yeah, yeah. We're going to wait until okay. it's a less busy time with a guard and everything. So. We also need to find a place to put these boxes down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. All right. You guys start making your way back towards where you guys kind of came from. And as you guys do, we'll go to Ophidian real quick here. Ophidian, it's still late at night because, again, you are several hours behind the group right now. So we're going we're gonna to try to resolve this here with you. You've just shoved uh, your former newspaper contact inside of uh, a sack and you have carrying this person out of the um out of the temple where do you want to go and what do you want to do uh is there well hmm. how far away am i from where the rest of the group is uh as far as you know because again you are several hours behind them they're back at the um tavern sleeping Right, yeah, that's what I mean now. Yeah, you're about four hour, about an hour and a half away in terms of 
uh, carriage. If you if you again spend gold to get a mechanical ride down there, if you walk, it's about four hours. Um, yeah, I'm taking a carriage for sure. Okay. Yep. Okay, so um, with your definitely not suspicious sack. Yeah. So you have a giant <laughs> body bag with you, and you're going to try to hail a cab to go back to the thing. Okay. All right. Very good. So as you uh, wave down a cab in the city streets here, um, you see one pull up. And as one pulls up, you see that there is a driver inside. It looks to be a, a young a young lady. Uh, she has like a cabbie hat on and she goes, she opens up, she clicks a button and you can see the mechanical lock inside open up and swings open. And she goes, all right there. How you doing, hon? You want to get in and uh, where am I taking you? Uh, what was the name of the place? The Silverback something or other? Yes, yeah, Silverback Lounge. Silverback Lounge. Yep, that's where I'm heading. Silverback Lounge. She goes, all right, all right. Hey, uh, you got some bags there. Do you want me to open up the trunk? She gets out and she starts to walk her way around to the back. She yeah, goes, ah, the trunk. I'll put yeah, yeah. let me go and open the trunk for you here. She pulls out some keys and she's walking around the back. And as she walks around the back, I'm going to see if she knows. It's dark outside. It's night. I'm going to see if she notices the body bag. So we're just going to roll real quick here and just see if she notices this uh, don't mind my friend she opens the, tired okay. she <laughs> opens the trunk to reveal another suspiciously large yeah. bag that's what how it goes man yeah. she as she turns around the corner she pops the trunk and she goes all right here we go and she looks over and she goes hey that's a it's an interesting bag you got there um never she kind of looks a little suspicious with a 13 she's not sure but she definitely notices it of what it is What's the normal rate for the uh, carriage ride? Just uh, ten, 10 gold say, for, for the ride. I will give her give 20 gold pieces. Well, uh, uh, what, so, uh, oh, the ride's only to the silverbacks, only 10 gold here. Right. Here's 20. To never mention never my name or this incident ever. <laughs> All right. Um, make me a uh, with a, with a, with that. You definitely get advantage on that with her. But um, it's either I would say a persuasion check, or you can do maybe an intimidation check if you're trying to. Fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, twenty four. All right. At twenty four. She goes. Uh, he's like, hey, you know what? I seen some craziest shit in this town. No worries, hun. No worries. And she walks around and uh, she uh, uh, gets back inside and she waits for you to load the body in the trunk. All right. And okay. Good to go. You start you start puttering back through the streets, and as you do, again, it's getting late. You're you're starting to feel the sleepies coming on, and as you are going down this road here, about an hour goes by, and you're getting close to the Silverback Lounge, and she's been like prattling on, talking. I don't. I assume that maybe Ophidian is just ignoring or ignoring her <laughs> to a degree. It depends if it's good information about something, I could file it's it not. away. You know what I mean? It's not. She's talking about like you know her family, her family tree, things like that. Nothing that is relevant to uh, anything that Ophidian probably would be gotcha. interested in. Uh, but she's going on. Oh yeah, so my grandma, you know, she's she wants me to go into the seamstressing thing, but I'd rather be out on the streets here. And she's kind of just driving along, and you're just. Mm -hmm. And as an hour passes, you hear in the trunk, <laughs> and you hear muffled, <laughs> and you hear. All right, and she, I'll, I'll have her stop the vehicle. You see, then. you see the girl. She goes. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, God. She starts to Go freak ahead. out a little bit. Go ahead and stop. It's fine. She, she, she pulls to a stop. And as she does, you can hear things banging louder and louder from. Yeah, I'll quickly get out the, yeah, unlatch the trunk. 
Okay, as you get out, uh, you don't have the keys to that, so she kind of hands you the key to the trunk as she's sitting in the cab waiting. Uh, looks a little bit freaked out. Um, you go and you unlock the trunk, and as you do, um, I need you to make me a uh, deck save real quick. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. As as you open up the, the trunk here, you just see a fist like fly out and try to swing at you, and you're able to just kind of like dodge out of the way. And you see like like partly she like tore through like the sack. You see um, there is uh, Annette Devia. She's bleeding from like this, the little wound that she had still, and she's like, she looks at you, Shukati. Yeah, sorry, I didn't think you were completely with us, so I just put you back here. We're on our way. Uh... She goes ah. Help me out, please. Help me out. Well, where do you want to go? Because uh, where the hell are you? Yeah, if I could take a look around and guess, if not, I'll ask the driver. But I'm saying we're on our en route to the Silverback Lounge. You can Um, see it because it took you about an hour, and and that's how long her spell lasts that kept her um, in a uh, deceased-looking state. Um, So you can see it. The Silverback Lounge is maybe like three three buildings down, like three three things down. It's it's close. Gotcha. You can see like the neon sign outside and things. Do you want to walk the rest of the way or do you want to get goes, back in the car? Goes, oh, I was stabbed. Car. So, I mean, I don't know if I want to walk anymore. All right. I have one more cure light wounds I could use on her. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll for that then. I was just thinking it's probably a good thing that Rolex wasn't there because now not only is there the gold for we were never here, but there's also now a resurrection bag. You just put mm-hmm. dead people in it. And <laughs> it's my resurrection bag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. With with a twelve, yeah, you see the 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 little the the the, the rapier room like start to seal up, and she goes, "Oh God, oh, that feels better. Oh, I'm feeling a little little woozy. I think I lost more blood than." Yeah, well, I hope you didn't uh, ruin the rest of the intel I had in the bag with you. So uh, I hope you got some copies someplace. She looks down. She like looks in the bag, and as she looked down, there it's, there's blood on a good chunk of it. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, most of it's probably still usable. But there's definitely some. some you can press to digitate that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that and she out. gets she gets out. And she goes. She goes. Oh, she looks at you. And she goes. Well, thank you for that, Shikate. I'll to make sure that I put a bonus on there for you on the next on your next uh, payment from me, but um, my God, you showed up some shit down there. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Oh, no, I have I have plenty of ideas. Um, <laughs> is there a safe place that we can head to? Uh, we should get to the Silverback Lounge. That's, uh, his last, that's where I know where my rest of my colleagues were. Okay. Um, if you want to, you can take the cab the, the next yeah, four. We might as well. We might as well. We paid for it. Okay, as, as, as this happens, you get back in and she the, the the driver looks back and she goes, "Was was that the?" There's an extra that? five gold. Uh, she, just turns, she turns and she puts pockets. She goes, oh, "This is a this is a good night here, but maybe I should go into carpentry business. I don't know." And she starts to drive, and she just puts forward like <laughs> she puts forward like another hundred feet, and then stops. And you guys are there. Um, as you guys get out. Um, uh, uh, Annette like will grab like the bag and kind of like tie it up and throw it over her shoulder, and uh, you make your way inside. Inside, it's quiet. Uh, there, there only seems to be um the one hooded individual who's over by the side wall. You didn't see obviously that the group went into the hideout spot in there because you were gone by that time. Um, but uh, you know that this is a a 
a hideout for your crew. Um, so it's up to you as far as what you want to do, but it's quiet in the bar right now. There is only the um, uh, bar barmaid, uh, Chloe. She's back there, and she is just kind of hanging out. She sees you come back in and gives you a little bit of a nod. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to ask her where, uh, if she recognizes me, then I'd like to ask her where the rest of my, you know, my friends are. If if not, then I will I will uh, toss Ray's name in, you know. Yeah, yeah. She with that, she would know you, and she'd be like, "There, they're sleeping in the back right now. It's a little tight back there, but it's good for for sleeping on the on the down low." Gotcha. So again, you can you can have your you can have a conversation with Annette if you would like, or you can go straight to sleep. It's up to you. Yeah, I want to. Um, it looks like Garthok and I uh, can't remember the woman's name he was with uh, took some of the intel, some of the pictures. I'm not sure which ones. Yeah, as um, as as you're doing that here, she's like going through the photos that you took with you, and she goes, "Damn it!" She looks. She goes, "Of course they would take. Of course they would take those ones." Uh, uh, she looks at you and she goes, "Shikate, I mean, I have no idea how you got those photos and how you got that information, but." I've whew, very thankful that I learned a few tricks up my sleeve to, you know, not die for real. But you have kicked a hornet's nest out here. And I mean, well, we need whew. to keep picking it down the street. We're not done yet. She goes, I was, I, I, I agree with you, but I was stabbed recently. And let me tell you, that's very painful. But did um, you die? I did not die. All I did right, not die. Then. I did not die. But they think I am dead now. That's perfect. We should use that. She goes, I'm going to have to uh, discreetly get in touch with my contacts here, but I have, I'm pretty sure that Garthok is going to head to the, to the printers. They're not going to let us print anything else about what's going on here. They're going to take control of it. Well, our, we out, need... our outlet to the people is being cut off. Well, we need uh, alternate methods then. She goes... She sits there and she thinks for a minute. She goes, "Well, there is there is one option." I'm all ears. She's like, "There is the city, the city services. We could go there and we could hijack the city emergency system." <laughs> That's my kind of plan. She goes, "But it's it won't be easy. It's quite quite guarded, quite well." Did you see the pictures? You saw so uh, some of the stuff. Oh, she I was goes. With, right? She goes. I have seen many pictures here. Pictures of guards killing people on the docks. I've seen pictures of bodies. I've seen so many things here. It's absolutely insane. The things that I've been seeing recently, Ophidia or Sukati. I'm sorry. Well, this is just the tip of the. Uh, I'm not sure you know what an iceberg is. This is just the tip of the iceberg. It gets worse as we go under. And we got. Uh, a lot, a lot more. We got a lot more ways to go. She looks and she goes, "All right, well, I, I have some contacts that can potentially get us through the gates, but again, there are there's going to be guards there, and again, from what I hear, Lord Wintermere has gone absolutely insane. I wouldn't want to be around him or anyone that knows him currently because he has been very ruthless as of late." Yeah, I'll see if I can take care of that. She goes, I've also heard a few other rumors, Shikate. Movement of creatures from underground. Some of them potentially hitting to the surface. From the old I, north from the old north sewer entrances. I'm not sure about something coming to the surface, but there's definitely stuff under there. 
stuff you don't want to know about. She goes, she goes, she like brings you in a little bit closer here and she goes, Shikati, what do you know about snake people? The rumors are that there's movement from what we thought were long dead creatures coming forward now. This all happened after you went underground. Yeah, they were on the move way before that. Great, just what we need here. The city who has a corrupt corruption to no end, and now potential monsters coming from the underground to, to, to greet us all. This is great, great stuff. With that, Ophidian, you feel the stone inside your pocket kind of vibrate again from your yep. your your masters and everything. And again, you have been waiting for a message that their envoy is going to be in the city and looking for you. Got it. So, um, all right. So, what does Annette want to do? Does she is she okay to stay here? I know she, she wants goes, to contact somebody. She goes, I can I can stay here. Yes. Um. I think this is. If you think this place is safe, I think I'll be okay here for the night. And again, they believe that I'm dead. And she kind of like pulls her cloak up over her head. Um. She goes, if they believe I'm dead, I should be able to move relatively easily. But I'll even use my disguise kit to uh, help her disguise herself a little bit too. Okay, yeah, sure. Give sure. Easy enough. E easy enough. With what you've rolled in the past for your disguises, no need to roll on this one. You can set her up to look differently. And um, she goes, All right, well, um, here. And she kind of pulls out another sending stone and she goes, Take this here. I'll go and try to find my contacts and find a way into uh, the city services buildings, the comm systems that they use to give speeches from Lord Wintermere. Uh, to the masses, we can hijack potentially, but it's going to be very, very, very difficult. Nothing is impossible. Impossible just takes a little bit longer. All right, fine. With that, she starts to go through the remaining evidence that she has. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to go talk to Ray's. Okay, so they're already asleep right now. It's, it's several hours into their sleep, and uh, as um, you are let into the back, um, you see them again gently drifting off. All right, well, I'll check my uh, message. My message from my you want yep. friends. Yep. You hear? You hear? Ah, the envoys in the city meet at these coordinates using your information we will bend uh, the lord to our will that's what you hear from him and again the place that they designate you to meet at is um it's right at the edge of uh the uh winter's peak district it's right right at the dock area that is looking into the Nestora Tower, that island that's in the center um, that is very hard to get to. Um, that is where they're made. That's where it made its way out from. Okay. So uh, Ray's asleep. Are you going to disturb Ray's? Shake him awake? Um, actually, I wouldn't mind getting some sleep myself. So. Okay, I was going to say, because yeah, you're going to need to, otherwise you're going to have some exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'll just... Uh... I will <laughs> give me one second. And one second only, Vesely. 
Yes, <laughs> one thing only. I will leave that six-inch tooth from that creature we got on Raze's chest, just so he knows that you know I want to talk to him. Oh, he might assume. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Because he gets up before me and just tries to bust on out of here. Yeah, no, he, they will. They will be up before you because it's going to take you a little bit longer to get your long rest from them, and they're already gone somewhere else right now in, right. in time. So, so yeah. Raze, you you now you could add that to your list uh, as far as things. You have a a uh, a tooth. Of a creature. Six inch tooth. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was that sewer creature thing we got or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we got the name of that creature officially, but I, yeah. I said six inch tooth from creature, so I didn't know. Is the one that um was crawling along the ceilings and the walls and everything chasing us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good so time. yeah, Rage, you have that. And again, you do see that there is uh, Ophidian inside the room, but heavily asleep by the time you guys left. Um, which means that I can actually let you guys know, I can let you guys decide, do you leave a note for Ophidian letting him know where you're going uh, as you guys departed in your two separate ways? Uh, Les would probably write something down for him. Okay, what would you write down, Les? Told you we were leaving early. We're heading to the Taylor place. Um, Ami and Rolex are heading to the gates to try to see if they can still work there and meet up with us inside. Um, meet up with us, buddy. All right. Well, there you go. If it, and you wake up groggily and you see this note in, uh, written down for you here. And so you would know where they're at. Um, okay. Let's go to uh, Rolex and Ami. You guys have just been let inside the gates of the Wintermere Estate. As you guys, as the gates open up here, Ami, you flutter in with Rolex behind you. There are guards everywhere right now there are obsidian soldiers kind of <laughs> clink walking through the premise and um uh the typical kind of um you know even though it's the wintermere family is deplorable the estate was very nice very well tended to it was a pleasant place to kind of work in with their massive gardens and things you now see instead large um fortifications you see uh, carts that have weapons inside them and guards that are uh, gearing up for what looks to be a siege of some kind. And as you make your way inside, um, you can see there are a couple of guards who are there. One of them is, looks to be more official in terms of its stature, and it turns over and it looks and it goes, who the hell let those things in here? And then some of the guards look back and go, I'm not sure who they are, sir. What do you guys want to do? I think he's about to throw little teeny tiny hands. <clears throat> have they trampled all of the I work here <laughs> yeah have they trampled the landscaping and like ruined stuff because yeah some of it is some of it you can see that they've actually like mowed down some of like the shrubs and the bushes and made way and put up like you know guard um uh, uh, uh holders for their weapons from for the so the guards could easily access them yeah Ami just kind of like looks between the guards and like the trampled garden and just <laughs> and the the guard he's he's uh he's darker in complexion he has what looks to be like very kind of weathered kind of skin around his face and stuff like that almost like a tan line around where his helmet usually is it seems like he's very very serious kind of guard and he start, he starts to walk over he goes he walks over and he goes I thought I as he's walking over he's talking to us I thought I told you no one in or out he looks at you too. you too. Who the hell lets you in here? What do you want? Speak now. I work here for the last time. I don't know how many times I have to explain this. Because all the all the workers were sent home recently. Get out of here now. I will not. 
you've completely undone everything that I've done that I've been expected to do from the owners of the estate. I don't think that they'll be super pleased to see that you have ruined the outside of their estate that I have worked so hard on. And Rolex is just standing there silently nodding along with everything that Ami says. Then make me a uh, persuasion or deception check, Ami. Let's see if you can convince this guard. Damn. Um, you have not advantage. Oh. I'm assisting you by agreeing to nothing. Oh, not. I thought you said not advantage, and I was like, oh, okay. What? No, you don't have advantage. It's a straight roll. Because Rolex is not being very helpful. <laughs> not really. Not Did really. Did that come up for you guys? That's 18, though. That's 18. 18. 18. Okay, 18. 18. He looks back and he goes, he kind of like, we let every single staff member know that they are no longer needed for the rest of the day. Well, you're you are, you are dismissed. The rest of the staff members aren't making an impression on the estate. They are here to take care of the people who live within it and the inside of it. I, however, have to deal with making sure that the outside looks good as well to uphold their reputation. And unless you want to be the cause of that no longer being where they want it to be, I'm not going to get in your way. I'm going to be here with the plants. This is my assistant. That's all we're here to do. We're going to be planting. And he looks... He looks very, very upset. With an 18, though, he goes, he, go, he looks at the two and he goes, watch them. And if Lord Wintermere comes out, I hope that you are correct, creature. And he turns and he starts to walk away. Me too. You have a couple of, you have a couple of guards who are now kind of standing next to you while a lot of hustle and bustle is going on. You see there is quite a few guards moving in and out of different things. Uh, as Ami's, uh, as Ami has more, uh, you know, flatulence, um, <laughs> the guards are like, mm. Mm. I forgot mm. to mute it before I leaned over. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help your position as far as. <laughs> You've got that one guard just like looking around like, yeah. came from that's... that? <laughs> let's, let's roll for awkwardness. Roll me a d20 here, Ami. Let's just see. Oh, no. Um. How is low good or bad? Or what, what, what's the scale here? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point. Um, in D and D Beyond, the die is in the bottom left of your screen. Yep. Or if you have a regular dice, you can just roll one. It's just a throwaway roll. I just want to see. Oh, I see. I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There it is. Roll. Ten... Natural <laughs> twenty. So with that, even though they they they, they definitely heard it. They're doing their best to keep their composure, and it's not awkward at all. Everything is fine. Everything. Excellent. I get the anger shits, too. It's okay. <laughs> You're not even here. <laughs> all right. Ami and Rolex, what are you guys yeah. doing? Gardening. I, 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 Rolex's recollection, and for that matter, my recollection of the plan was we were going to go there and meet up with people. I don't know that that's really accurate as to what's happening, but that's the recollection that Rolex has. And a lot of it was really following along with Ami because we were working together and figured we could pull that off again. Ami um, okay. was going to see if she could get some information from the plants. In the meantime, at least while 
the the new guards are so like up close and suspicious she's going to keep going with like what she was doing before in terms of she's literally going to be and she's going to make it a point she's frustrated like she will be passive aggressive openly about like moving all of the guard shit out of the way and like clearly pointing out this is exactly what you don't want to do because you see these marks that they've left you see where they've torn up here we have to completely go out just like a bunch of nature just nonsense yeah but you can see that they're like kind of like dealing with it because of how well you rolled but at the same time they don't really seem to care but both of you <laughs> That's roll the goal, is that hopefully that it will yeah. bore them and they will pay less attention yeah. to it both of you roll me a perception check then to see what you can see if you're just trying to gain some general information in the area i think um do we know even what we would be looking for Aster? i mean I, what would Rolex even be looking for? Because he'd be taking the instruction from Ami. Um, Rolex is basically partially just going to be like her cover that like, not only am I here to do this, but now, you know, between what happened about her getting robbed and um, how much damage has been done that you're her assistant. So you're helping keep up that persona and then being perceptive of like the guards and the people around us and then when we don't have quite as much eyes on us ami is going to try and get information from the plants themselves okay that makes sense then got it because uh, that that would be taking that direction for sure Mm -hmm. um but i was thinking of it jason from the perspective of if i was actually doing like investigative work or perception this is definitely perception absolutely (laughs) all right ami go and roll me a perception check please i already did oh you did it was a ah, 21, 21. All right, you guys are rolling well. Uh, Rolex is again really focused on what you were telling him to do here, and uh, but between the two of you, though, um, you guys do discern again there, there's probably maybe about 30 or 40 guards in your local area right now. Uh, they are moving in and out, and again, because Ami has been making such a fuss over the remaining plants there, several of the guards that are moving in and out in that area are kind of going wider around the areas and not trampling. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, uh, they also, again, uh, are, are, are are doing the thing there. And again, you do hear, you do see from the inside of, again, looking up towards where the manor is, there are several lights that are on at the very top level. The second level is completely dark at the moment. Um, but that's what you guys see. And again, with both of that here, Ami... You guys, with what you saw, you position yourself in a in a way where you could probably talk to the plants, and no one would notice. Especially if Rolex is there, like covering you up a little bit. Yeah, I'll definitely are, provide a covering. A, a little more bit than enough, more than enough body, and now a farmer's He's hat. Got like fifty help. times my size. <laughs> probably a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Amiel kind of, you know, just as she's kind of, like, doing her whole spiel and, like, basically just intentionally being obnoxious to the point that, like, they just don't want to listen to it anymore and they kind of start, like, you know, not being so close or, like, talking to each other and being distracted. She'll kind of slowly move over from, like, doing that and, like, actually training Rolex to kind of, like, leaning in a little bit further and, like, actually speaking with the plants. Okay, are you casting the spell Speak with Plants? Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see here. Oopsies. Okay. So with that, um, it takes you uh, a, a second to kind of like speak the incantation. And again, you feel the there's, there's 
like several like hedges of rose bushes and things like that that are in the little area that you're in right now. Um, what would you like to ask as the plants are just kind of sitting there like gently wafting back and forth? It is daytime. It is still, um, uh, you know, morning and things. So what, what would you guys like to do as it's, how what would you like to ask them? I should say. Um, and she is going to continue actively like caring for them too. The first thing mm -hmm. she's going to do is just like profusely apologize for just the absolutely un unacceptable way that they've been treated in her absence by these mm -hmm. guards. Okay. Um, like I said, as she's taking care of them and after, you know, she gets that a point across, she'll basically let them know, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. You've always been so loyal to me and I try to return the same. I just need to know what's going on here outside, you know, where I live. Cause she talks to the plants regularly when she's doing this anyways, but you know, the forest I live in is just in shambles. Now it's a terrible, unnatural, just darkness there. Yeah. And we're yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. As so you see this, as this happens here and the, the magic takes, you can see like the, the, the moving back and forth and you can see them start to kind of like shudder a little bit and shake a little bit. And they're going, Oh, it's terrible. It was terrible. Our friends were just cut out from here. We were trampled on. Oh, goodness. My poor sweet babies, I'm so sorry. So many, so many heavy footsteps. She'll, she'll like start comforting them. She'll like pet their little like leaves and petals. I'm here now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you. As you start to pet them, like the, the, the flower starts to bloom a little bit, the one that you're like kind of petting. And they go, we don't know what's happening here. We only saw our friends, our the other, the other bush that was in front of us get ripped out by some guards. And again, you can see as you're looking down here, they looks yeah, this place was cleared out. It looks like they were this particular flower was maybe behind uh, some other things. Um, um, but you can ask down the line a little bit. I think they have a better view of things. And the, azale the azaleas over there. She'll thank them and ask, you know, I understand that you may not have been able to, to see anything. And I'm so sorry that you had to go through witnessing that. Um, is there anything you may have heard? And she'll move down to the azalea. She just wants to see. Mm -hmm. She goes, the, the, the plant goes, yeah, we heard a lot of talk. We heard a lot of things about cleansing fire, about, about things being rectified. We don't know what it means, though. We don't like fire. I won't let them do that to you. Who, do you know who said that? Who is a big creature. A creature? Yeah, like one of the, and they kind of point, they kind of like move their branches around a little bit, like the little thorns on the, on the uh, stalks <laughs> kind of like point over towards, looks like one of the guards. You can see there's a big uh, guard who's standing over by what appears to be like a, um, a, uh, a barricade that he's kind of like just, you can see he's like putting wood on there and he's like kind of like hammering it in with a nail. And you can see as, as the nail is going, you can hear the, the, the plant go, ah, ah, ah. It's just very tra traumatic for it. What is, what is the, the guard? He looks to be just a big human, like a big kind of, big kind of dude. Yeah. And she'll, she'll specify that one or did it just look like him? She goes, ah, well, we can't really see, but yeah, I mean, it looks like that one. And, and she'll kind of like, give them all a little bit of extra attention and water them and everything and thank them and move on to the um, the azaleas. Yeah, as you move over to the azaleas, uh, what would you like to ask them? They are, again, the magic, it's it's a it's a um, 30 feet of you, it's limited, so it's again, you move over about 20 feet and the plants are still sentient. 
and she'll do the same thing. She'll start off by just like really, really taking care of them, just kind of like dusting them off, getting them back to it and just kind of like very gently like petting them. Um, and then the same thing, just starting with, you know, I'm, I'm so, so sorry about everything that's happened mm-hmm. in, in my absence. And then basically just ask the same line of questions as yep. with the last ones. Yep. And then you, uh, so you move over towards this and you can see that there's the, the azalea bushes go like around and into like this large tree that has like hanging vines and stuff like that here, things that you've worked on before. And this is looking more in the direction of like the actual manor and like the front area where they come in and out at. Um, so as you ask, uh, then what, what you hear the tree kind of like also like kind of like it's 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 uh vines kind of like reach over and like kind of like touch you on the shoulder and stuff um the plants are definitely alive at this point uh and talking with you um the azaleas they go oh my goodness it was terrible it was so terrible we've oh we've lost so many so many of us recently She'll do the same thing kind of as, as it's talking and clearly upset, you know, yeah. kind of pet the petals and just, they're there, it's all right, you, I'm here, just tell you, me. You see the, the large tree go, it was painful. They locked, they chopped off some of my vines. Ow. I don't know how the spell works and like if Rolex can hear it too, but like no, he obviously, obviously he like he can hear like Avi side of it, but like she's yes. very visibly getting like upset, like very, very visibly yeah. as she's talking to them and apologizing. Yeah, he um he's definitely hearing one side of that. And I was I was waiting to see how I was gonna have a reaction and and I'm thinking of one. <laughs> There's gonna be one by the end of it. But she'll do the same thing as yeah. the tree kind of like caresses yeah. her, she'll pet it and Rolex, you see that there's several guards that are watching this, and as several are walking around back and forth, like preparing like defenses and things, you see them like kind of like looking at this fairy, like fluttering over and like just obsessing over these flowers here, and they kind of give like sideways looks and they continue doing their thing. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not taking any steps closer, I'll just keep making it all look natural. Um, if anything, I think she might be scaring them off with you know a little case of the bat shits. No. Um, I mean, what else do you want to ask them in terms of just, you know, especially with their placement, is there anything extra you've seen or heard? And she'll give them kind of like the same spiel just about what's going on with the forest and just that it's a spreading unnatural darkness that she wants to fix and heal. They go, uh, the, the tree goes, um, I saw there were several creatures in this dark area and it kind of like moves one of its vines up to the um, uh, uh, point towards the manor, the second level that's completely dark at the moment in there, but then there's no lights anymore. And they and you can see the shutters are all closed on, the, that, on that second level. Everything is shut in there. There it goes, it seems like the fleshy creatures were interested. In what? Uh, a tree, I don't know. I understand. And as you see this happen here, uh, Rolex, make me each day perception check real quick. Since that. you're just kind of since you're just kind of standing there on watch. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Yeah, Rolex, you 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 are really just watching Ami, and you're seeing her like fuss over the flowers enough that you're not really paying attention to things. And Ami, you're just not paying attention to the guards at the moment because you are dead focused on this and mm-hmm. as you're dead focused on this here and you hear the tree kind of like going yeah i'm not sh- ow you see uh, um uh and you hear like the one big brute kind of guard he goes over he just 
hacks off uh, a couple of the vines and he throws them over his shoulder and he starts to walk back over. It looks like he's using these things to like lash together some of the structures as he cut off a good chunk of them and you hear the tree. Oh, oh, that hurt. She is going to immediately lose her shit. Like just absolutely not. What in the world? And just going on an absolute tangent, like just yelling at this guard and explaining to him, this is exactly what I'm here for. And this is exactly like, he is not going to be obviously like referring to the, the, you know, Lord of the estate. Do you know how much value he puts into the way this place looks and just on and on and on. Make me a, uh, uh, persuasion, an intimidation check, or a performance check. What do you think it would be Ami's check on this one? I don't know. They're all plus one. <laughs> Can it be a nature check? <laughs> sure. I would say, yeah, you're so pissed off about nature, it's fueling your your your, your passion. So yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah. You're feeding them plant <laughs> snacks. You got a nine, though. That's what I yeah. had with perception. You're you're so furious, but your your voice is so tiny that even though you are yelling and screaming, the guard is just kind of ignoring you and walking over. Um, as it's walking over, you can see it 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 uh it walks past a pile of like um uh like chopped wood, and he just kind of like picks some of those things up. He throws some of them out, off to the side. He grabs one that he likes, and he just starts taking that towards where he needs to go. Crazy. So hypothetically. If I had the spell entangled and I wanted to accidentally bump a root up out of the ground to trip him. You can always try. <laughs> it's up to you. What do you want to do? She's she's gonna go back to the, the plants who have clearly watched her just absolutely lose her shit and have no effect and just assure them that her and her friends are going to figure this out and they're going to fix this. And in the meantime, I'm going to take care of all of you. Okay. Um, Yeah. They are, they are very reassured by this here. You get the sense that they are, uh, they definitely get it. So what else do you guys want to do? You and Rolex. Are you done talking to the plants? I think I've got all the information I'm able to get from them. I think now we just wait for the the rest. Um, so Rolex will hold up one finger to Ami to hold on for a second. Uh, he'll turn towards the, the plants that he was most recently talking to, uh, drop two gold on the ground at the plants and tell them <laughs> we were never here. And then we'll start walking in the other direction. Yeah, Ami, you just hear the plants, like as the coins drop, you just hear them go, is he okay? <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> okay. He's kind though. He has oh, good intentions. He has a good heart. He like, has a good robot heart. <laughs> okay. As you turn around, Rolex, you can see that main guard, the one that first initially yelled at you, is making his way up into towards the front door of the manor. He looks a little bit apprehensive, uh, but that's what's going on. And again, the rest of it is just kind of chaos going on inside here as guards are moving around in and out. But they, again, with what Ami rolled, they seem to be leaving you guys alone in this particular spot. Okay, yeah. Uh, from from Rolex's perspective, it's really waiting for the rest of the team to, to get us going. Okay. Well, let's go to the other team then. So Ray's and Les, you guys have walked down and you, <laughs> you, you, you have, you've successfully gotten three boxes that are empty. 
Uh, we wandered away for a little bit uh, back where we came. All right. So um, my plan, I thought the place was further away. So we have useless boxes. Um, we just stash them at the side of this building, I guess, where there's no guards. Uh, do you want to transform into your guard shape and go just wander in there and get a uniform? Or how do you want to play this? I was thinking we do the, uh, hey, this <clears throat> hey, this guy's uniform is uh, a bit scratchy. The fur kind of gets caught in the cotton. If you just play along with it, it should pass fine. Sure. All right. Uh, go ahead and stack wearing? those boxes there. Okay, so the, the plan is for you guys to, for Raze is going to disguise himself. Yes. He's, and then going to bring in Les, who's not wearing a guard's uniform currently, and say that his uniform is scratched up. No, that his his uniform is, like, itchy, scratchy. It catches in his fur. It reduces his mobility. That That's the angle that we're trying to go for. So that could cover why he's not in uniform right now. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because Les, Les is decked out in his, his armor right now, so Les right. is going to have to take that all off. But he's... <laughs> He's just not in uniform because the uniform would actually gotcha, gotcha. impede him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just want to make sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys do this. Uh, Raze, uh, do you turn yourself into like a human-looking guard, or are you going to keep your tiefling motif with just the guard uniform for your disguise self? Uh, how often have I seen tieflings in the police force? You've seen... A handful, but they're rare, just like Tabaxi. There, there have been a few, but they're not common. They're from mm. the foreign exchange program. There you go. The foreign exchange program with hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good lord. Um, no, I'm gonna. Exchange. <laughs> right. I'm gonna disguise myself as human. Um, I want. I don't. I. <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful. I love it. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm going to disguise myself as a half-elf. Okay. All right. So you turn yourself into a half-elf, and you march with less down into the thing. And as you're marching your way through, um, with your disguise, you're able to pass by the guards. Some of the guards kind of go, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Give you a little, Morning. little nods there. Um, you turn into the um, into the uh, tailor's place, and again, in, as you open up the double doors, you can see there are probably about another six or seven guards inside. There is a large look, look what looks to be like almost like assembly line of like cloaks and daggers and things that are kind of like on these conveyors that are moving around. Um, and as they are, you can see some of the guards walking over to one of them. They kind of like take out their badge, they put it on the thing, and then uh, a a set of like garments and things come down and they kind of pop, put them on and they take them out there. Um, there is what looks to be a, um, a looks to be maybe a half orc. You're not 100% sure. It's a taller individual, very, very thick looking, uh, broad kind of uh, body type. Uh, what looks to be maybe a, a, a two, a, a couple of tusks, but they're maybe like filed down because they're not jutting out through um, his uh, bottom, bottom jaw like they typically are. And he's got like a, a very nice looking kind of um, outfit on. And he has several people who are like behind him like furiously like sharpening blades uh pressing down and like uh, cleaning the the guards cloaks and stuff like that here um you can approach them if you would like or you can try to do something else what would you like to do okay so i've seen the guards place their specific badges 
Yeah, on there's like off to the side, off to the left, there's like a, a receiving area where it looks like they go over there, they put their badge down, and then uh from like the um ceiling like kind of um conveyor system drops down like a uniform and like a a, a blade and things like that, and they kind of take it and they look at it and they move along. Uh, I'm gonna whisper to uh to Les just hey, do you still have that uh plant repelling badge? Yeah, I kept it with me just in case uh, we needed it on the way out. I never took it off. I think it was like a necklace kind of thing, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah. The what? Necklace kind of thingy. Yeah, like an amulet or something. A what? Plant Plant repelling? Objection, yeah. How dare. In the the Undercity. Yeah. Those big giant monster plants. The one that almost ate you. They need love, too. He was misunderstood. I did love them. I love the way they burned. <laughs> uh, anyhow, it's serious. Oh god, I the if it works, the simplest solution is just to place the badge there, and hopefully, just get a new set of clothes. But if it doesn't work, this gets really complicated really fast. I just hope you feel <clears throat> guilty when you do it. That's all. I've murdered um, a woman in cold blood in her sleep. How about you talk to them really loudly and uh, get draw the attention for a second while I see if this works? <laughs> we'll do both. So what we'll do is you'll you'll and I'm going to make uh make sure like uh yeah make almost the performance of it, but just very clearly like over over enunciate uh make my movements a little a little more extreme than necessary to like demonstrate okay what you're going to be doing is getting your badge putting it on a thing it'll come down just take it and we can go okay yeah um, yeah sure absolutely but while he's doing that i want to go over to the orc and uh speak with him for a moment yep yep so as you make your way over you can see as you get closer there's a little name badge that says hello my name is uh finn uh and as you walk over there he's kind of uh he's got he's got his head like in a like a a, a book he's kind of just like going off and he's, he goes he's like all right all right we got uh two more crates that came in uh Fire you, fire God here. And he looks back. Hey, do we got that one? Like in the, you see, you hear like some voices in the back. Yeah, no, we got it. We're almost done with their order. All right. All right. He looks over and he goes, Ah, yeah, you are Godsman. What's uh, what can I do for you? Hi, uh, Resna here. I'm uh, with that one in the corner, and I'm going to point at the Tabaxi. So uh, he was complaining <laughs> that his uniform kept getting caught in his fur, so we put it in order for. Uh, one with an, an oil oh, stuff yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, did yeah, did yeah, you get it? Tabaxi, Tabaxi stuff. Yeah, I, I, I got you. Yeah, uh, we, we got something on them. We also have uh, the newest uh, kind of uh, de-shedding kind of uh, cloak on there, so the fur doesn't get everywhere. It just kind of falls off. Very, yeah, very, very going to make my job a lot easier. Uh, well, you know, I, I know how Lord Phineas likes his gods to look just top-notch right there. So if uh, he wants to come over here and give me his badge, I'll be more than happy to uh, get him going. I don't know if uh, it's it's on the assembly line yet, but uh, you, I mean, he looks over at Les. Les, are you putting the amulet on there? Yeah, while he was uh, talking to him, I was going to go see if that worked real yeah. fast. <laughs> so you put the amulet down. Nothing happens. I'll just kind of stretch and tuck that back in and then just walk over oh uh yes um 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in street clothes. I left everything except for oh. my necklace with me. Um, so I do not currently have my badge on me. I can see. I can see that. Here, do you have your weapons on you, or did you take those off as well? Oh, I'm off today. We just figured we'd get this done, so I brought nothing with me except this standard longsword. Oh, so you're off today. Why are you coming in here to get in your guard uniform if you're off today? I mean, you just got to enjoy yourself. It's the only time they've given me to get this fixed. I'm trying to get it done. All right, all right. All right, all right give me your badge then. I need it so I can get you an outfit. Once again, left everything. All I have is the necklace, so you can have that. You told me you brought your badge. You I told you the uniform... It's in the uniform. I left it. It's still in. It's in the gates. I can't even get back inside. I told oh, you, you left it in the. You left it. In, what did I tell all you guards? You don't leave your stuff in the uniforms. Oh my goodness! I know this one here is gonna go get it for me, but I need the uniform so I can go back in there with him. He's like, well, he's like, well if you left your uniform in here, it's probably in the back here with us. Here, you got. I mean, he's like. Don't I, I heard that there's quite bad punishments for guards that lose their badges. Uh, well, you yeah, know. you're you're lucky if you get away with just getting fired. I know, honestly. right? I know, right? I know, I know. I mean, is this, it this, anyway, this, this is pretty is serious. I, I might have to report this to uh, the guard captain down uh, here. I don't know. What's do, going do, on. do you have to do that? I just dropped the bag of like 16 gold I got from singing the night before. How could we just I'm, let I'm this go just once? I'm gonna slap it back into his hand. Get that shit off the counter. You said you left it in your uniform, right? Yes, it's in a uniform. And you left your uniform at home. Yes. So you know where it is. You know it's safe. And you know where to go get it. Yes. So go get it. All right. All right. I just was hoping we could get this taken care of today. But if not, I guess... Uh, if you can I find any, any paperwork or anything, you remember an order number... And I'm going to look at, at the orc, or maybe just the name on the order. We might be able to work that. But like, if we oh, can I get mean, that badge here, that's the best. I mean, badge definitely makes it easier here. But, I mean, if I, I always do my best to help the gods out. I mean, what's your name, uh, Kit Cat person? Oh, uh, they've just been calling me uh, Stupid Cat for the last week. So it might be under that. If not, there might be a number on the necklace that you could go ahead and uh, look up the number four. Yeah, he looks. He looks at that necklace. Goes. I, I never seen one of those before. That doesn't seem like God issued. Well, it's kind of special unit. We were. How would you word that? Uh, Lying. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we were undercover. I, I don't know. We're we're not allowed to. Wait, 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 wait. I I don't want to hear nothing about anyway. what, what gods do out there in this. But okay, so your name was Stupid Cat. Yeah, just look under Smith. It'll find it faster. Let me take a look under Smith here. Actually, I got to go to the Tabaxi page because, again, you know, you've got a lot of you out here. And I had to make it special for – he kind of goes back and he goes, all right, Tabaxi's here. We got Tabaxi. You're Tabaxi, right? Yes, Tabaxi. All right, I just want to make sure. All right. Uh, he goes, he goes You're not like a Leonin in disguise. Right, right. I speak Leonin. He goes, he goes, he goes, I ain't seeing Smith in here. Um I looked oh, for stupid cat because I was already in the S's as well, and I don't see one in there for stupid they cat. Still don't have me on the register. I'll just go get my badge. Cat on stupid. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I, you know, I'm, I'm going working with what I, I what I got here. I mean, I'm usually, 
I can, you know, I can, I can, I can ask the God captain. I think she's actually outside here. We can just get her in here. We can have a vouch who you are, and I can probably have something found out here. That's he yells good. over. He, he goes. He yells over to uh, one of the employees, and he goes, "Oi, oi, go ahead and go grab, go grab Regina, please." She, All right, I'll go. And you see a, a small, like halfling, uh, kind of drop down, wearing like an apron, and walks outside. This is the, I, I, out of game. This is perfect. A perfect <laughs> chance to use my brand new uh, bard ability. Nice. So a few minutes go by, and then all of a sudden the halfling walks back, and you see a a uh, um, a short, stocky looking woman. She looks like she's probably dwarfish. Thick, broad armor on. Uh, she has um, the Wintermere cloak, cloak on, but again, it has like a line across like the collar, indicating that again, she probably is of higher rank, in this case, captain. And she walks in and she goes, and you can see the halfling pointing, there, there, they, they, need, they need your assistance. She goes, <clears throat> Does everyone else uh, salute her or at any Yeah, as you walk in, there are several guards that kind of stood at attention as she walked in. Yeah, we stand, I stand up straight too. And kind of you like. Hey, yeah, yeah I'm, I'll I'll try to make it look like I didn't re realize that they were already here. So like, look over. Oh. <clears throat> as as she as she comes in, she goes, she goes. All right, what what is it, Finn? What do you need me for? And he goes. Ah, sorry about that, uh, Miss Miss Regina. Uh, but this uh, this cat person here, the stupid cat, as you're calling him, uh, seems to have lost his badge. And I know it's bad here, but uh, needs his uniform, and I just I can't find it in my records here. I, I don't think I was put on yet. As as uh, before, she has a chance to respond. What I would like to do is uh, use a little bit of ventriloquism to whisper in a way that only she can hear. Okay. And I would like to use uh, my shadow lore class ability. She needs to okay, make a wisdom it. save of uh, DC seventeen. And that is a uh, wisdom save. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. So she is. She only has a plus two to, to, to that here, so we're just going to go ahead and roll a d20 and add two to it. That is a fail. Okay. So, uh, now that uh, she's failed, uh, she's charmed by me for the next eight hours, or mm -hmm. until me or my allies attack it, uh, or would force it to make a saving throw again for any reason. Um, it believes that the whispers that I've given are a description of their most mortifying, horrid, deep, dark secret. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what the secret is, but they absolutely 100% believe that I know it. Okay. They obey my commands for fear that I'll I will reveal the secret. It won't risk its life for me or fight for me unless they would have otherwise. And they grant favors and gifts that they would offer to a close friend. I love it. Uh, Perfect. When the effect ends, they have no understand. They don't understand why they actually feared me. And uh, once I use it, I can't do it again for a long rest. So um, I'm going to step in here and just be like, um, <clears throat> yes, ma'am. Uh, my friend here, stupid cat, I, Smith, uh, <laughs> he came on recently and we just need to get his, uh, his uniform. You know how the uh, cotton catches in the fur. Just Need something, need, need something with that oil slick, that, that new de-shedding that he was talking about uh, will be out of our way and, and out of your hair. What does the whisper sound like? Um, 
so I don't want to play it up too much because it there is a chance that other people could hear it. I, I know I'm trying my best to make it. Oh, she's, she, she's going to be the only person who hears it. I just want to know what from oh, us okay. here. What does it sound like? What does, uh, it sound like? What does it sound like? It's um, so it describes it as like unintelligible muttering if it fails. So I imagine it's more just like that like breath of a wind where it you you're not entirely convinced that you heard something like uh, uh y- you know what <laughs> i know you're cheating on your husband <laughs> with the gardener <laughs> and he's a robot just, Listen. just that like wispy just yeah. Yeah. yes Spooky. okay so as you say this to her, and you then you're what you're commanding her to just give tell yeah, them to, to give Yeah, to, to get this process moving, just get us the uniform okay. and we and let us yeah. leave. You see like the hairs on her neck like kind of stand up and she kind of like oh, she kind of sees you see like like the color come out of her skin and she goes she kind of like looks down and she looks around a little bit. She looks to see if anyone's side to side her. She looks around, she goes. And then you see, uh, you see a uh, Finn go. He say, "Yeah, so you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying not to make a problem." She goes, "Well, you are making the problem." I mean, she kind of like like walks very frankly up there. She kind of pushes Les out of the way a little bit. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, "I'm in the middle of a crisis right now, and you're making problems for my gods getting their uniforms." She goes, she kind of like slams her fist on the on the on the counter, and, and you see, even though this oh, this half orc is like way bigger than her, he's like. He like steps back and like he's like, I'm sorry. And she goes, she goes, get him his uniform. And again, don't bother me with trivial things like this again. And she turns and she looks at both of you and she goes, make sure you clean yourself up here, stupid cat. And she turns and she starts to walk away. <laughs> well, <dear>. um, <laughs> yeah, as, as she's walking away, like just, okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to look at the patch of gold that I slapped back into Les's hand and just kind of like put it back on the counter. You, you probably deserve a drink after this. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like oh, I appreciate that. I'll, I'm going to make sure we'll get you the stuff here. You look to be the same size as, uh, as, as oh, okay, as, as Mr. Buttons on my list here. I'm just going to go and write down that we're going to take him out. He, he walks, he walks back and he brings back a, a guard's uniform. Mr. Buttons is a guard now? Built for a tabaxi. <laughs> Built for a tabaxi. It's a, tab- it's a tabaxi name, Mr. Buttons. It's a common tabaxi name. Oh, very common. <laughs> Please, Mr. Buttons was my father. <laughs> there we go. And again, it's it's a little tight around the chest a little bit here. It seems like maybe you're a little bit broader than Mr. Buttons was, but it fits fits uh, fits enough for you. Oh, dad worked here? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Um, I will have my paperwork in order next time so this doesn't happen again. He's like, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, go ahead and get. I got more guards lining up here. Go ahead and get out of here. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay, so you have one guards uniform. Uh, mental high five. <laughs> that was probably the best I was going to get. <laughs> For sure. You did amazing. I almost got us all killed. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just glad we're walking out alive. Uh, let, let's let's just go. I think I think yours is the only one we actually need. I think so too. I think uh, Fidian knew how to dress up as a guard, like with something as well. Okay. So where are you guys going? Are you guys heading back to the Silverback Tavern, or where are you guys going? 
I guess. Did, uh, did we actually say where we were going to meet? <laughs> I no. told I, I told on the letter that uh, Affidian. There was almost to, no coordination between any of you when you guys did this. Oh. I told I told Affidian to meet up with us, but he had his other plans. And then I initially said that they'd get inside the gates that they got in. We'd get in somehow and meet up with them. So that's yep. pretty much it. So if you guys all want to head over to the Wintermere Estate, we can. Right before they get there, I mean, Rolex will leave and just wander. There you go. <laughs> I'm so kidding. They'll be like, maybe we were supposed to meet back at the lounge. We are never here. <laughs> we just like see each other on like op op opposing trains. So um, where do you guys all, where do you want to go here? I'm going to open this up to Ophidian, Rays, and Lessons. You guys are in the, basically in the same part of town. Ophidian, by this time you would have woken up. Yeah, when I wake up, what's on that note? Yeah, it's what's what uh, Les said before. So they're going to go down to um, the tailors to to get uniforms, and then they're going to potentially head up to meet uh, Rolex and Ami at the Wintermere Estate. Okay. I said, but, please meet up with us, buddy. Ophidian, but... you also have a note that was left for you at the bar by Annette. She's not there at the moment, and the note uh, essentially says that she has gone to find her contacts to get into the um, to the emergency services uh, for the city. For the broadcasting. All right, and what uh, there wasn't a name mentioned by my, my Yuan team masters, right? There was just like the envoys coming, meet him here. But what was the timing on the meet? So it's it's so when you got that message, you know that it's it's imminent. They want you to meet now that they've messaged you. So you get you get the sense that you're under under the time crunch to go there and meet him. Yeah, but it's I just. Will it's just the, they just call them the envoy right now. There's he has not given a name or official title yet to you. All right, I will. I will. Yeah, get get to that meet post haste. Okay. Okay. All right. By this time again, uh, Ray's and, and Les, are you guys making your way around where the Silverback Lounge was to go meet up with Rolex and Ami, or are you guys just heading straight from there to somewhere else? I think knowing Rolex and Ami, even for the short time that we have, I, I feel like it would. It would be reasonable to think, I yeah, they're just heading to the estate and probably just going to stay there. Do we okay. just do we want to meet back up with Ophidian first, or just head there immediately? Uh, Ophidian might not know where we are if we head straight there, so we probably should meet up with Ophidian. Okay, first. okay. And the time it takes you guys to head down there and to make your way back, uh, Ophidian is just getting out of the tavern. And again, we'll say for the sake of expediency, the three of you guys meet up here, and you see Ophidian uh, leaving the tavern. Ophidian, you see Ray's and Les. Uh, Les is dressed like a guard. By this time, Ray's uh, disguise yeah. self probably would have worn off by this time. But you see Les dressed very much like a uh, a Wintermere soldier. And um, you see Ophidian getting ready to leave. What do the three of you want to do? So is this, we had a long rest? Yes, you had a long rest. Yeah, you had a long rest. You had the, you had the longer rest because you went to sleep a lot later than them. So Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, hey, if it did, you get enough sleep? I think so, but um, Ray's, we need to we need to make a lot of noise. I'm sorry. So, do I just start we, screaming? Or now we don't want to talk here. We're out in the middle of the street. We need to. Yes. Uh, we should probably go back inside. All right. I guess I'll go change into the back room. Oh, it's a guards go in there. So yeah, you might want to get in something a little more comfortable. <laughs> um, I will spill all the details that Nat gave me to raise about 
uh, you know, the printing press is probably going to get uh, removed from use. So we can't get that information out that way. So we need as many ways to get the information about out about, you know, all the intel I've taken. And the plan is to use the city services. But if there's any other ways that Ray's has to do this with, uh, you know, his contacts, um, I want to thumbs up that. What exactly is the message? All the stuff that Phineas has been up to with Antiva <clears throat> and everything. I don't care if it's just people think it's rumors. I want enough people hearing it that they, they start to question everything. I want this place to turn into a chaos bomb. I want this city to be... I want madness. I can pass the message along, but there's no guarantee that it'll take off. Of course. Madness always takes off. <laughs> I want the people to know that their so-called leaders are the worst. Oh, they know that. Scum. But now they're going to know for sure. And they're going to be angry about it. And then they might want to do something about it. I'll pass it along. It's definitely important to know that... Uh printing presses are being <clears throat> regulated. Yeah. And as you guys are talking in there, you can see the lights inside the uh, Silverback Lounge start to zzz, zzz, and flicker and flutter. And some of the patrons inside there and uh, Chloe, who's behind the bar, looks around. Seems like the power issue is getting worse in the city at the moment. Let me go talk with Chloe here. Okay. You make your way over to Chloe. She's looking out there. She kind of like is tapping on one of the bulbs. Oh, hey, hey, Tower. Um, this isn't uh, this is not a good sign. It's reaching us this far over here. I can only imagine what it's like in the lower districts. I've heard it's I've heard it's quite bad over there right now, Tower. I've heard that there are a lot of people being put down by guards at the moment for uprising because they don't have they have nothing at the moment everything's shut down over in most of the districts most of the buildings all right well uh i've it's been brought to my attention that several of the printing presses are being forcibly regulated by wintermere now so goes, free passage of information it's going to be a lot more difficult she goes, well, that's that's part of their playbook as far as controlling everything around here, Tara. You know this. That's what we what's what we're, what's we're here for. Yep. <clears throat> it's just it's become a lot more aggressive now. Um, did Ophidian didn't tell me about Annette, right? No, I, no, because she's like she's not like some hidden person. Okay. Um, I was just saying, like I I have you know, information I want to get out, and I know that the printing presses are going to be shut down, but there's a way that we could use the city services. We need to hijack control of that, but it's not going to be too easy, so we'll need as much help as we can get. Okay. But you didn't tell me that Annette was... Uh, nope, I, you did not. Uh, <laughs> I can say, yeah, I did not mention either way, right? Okay. Did not mention either way. It's... Um, apparently, they're putting it down in in, in force. Um, so that's something to look out for. As for the power, 
that's just going to keep getting worse, I fear. She goes, well, we'll see what number, we'll see what number one and number two make of this. Um, they're supposed to be here, well, they've been here for quite some time, the past 24 hours. Um, not here, obviously, down in this part of the city, but not in our little town. All right. But, um, all right, all right, ta- all right, Tower, well, I'll pass on the message to those who need it. Um, as well, there may be some commotion at the uh, emergency uh, alert center. She goes, well, that'll be, that'll be quite... Can't get words on paper. Get them on the air. She goes, well, good luck. I, good luck to whoever decides to do that. I hear that it's uh, quite hectic out there, and the gods are being given free reign a little bit in some parts of the city to do what they need to to keep the peace. Yep. But you can't spread so many guards over the entire city. That'll just make them weaker. Oh, I think I don't know. I don't know, Tower. I don't know. He's uh, been re- recalling most of the uh, other gods who are typically in reserve. So we'll see. I'm sure okay. things will go out just fine. Stay safe. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, she's going to pass on that information. Uh, what do you, Ophidian, and Les want to do at this point? Is there a way? I know, like a lot of the Dresden hooks got you know annihilated, but I assume there's still you know remnants here and there. Um, yeah, you can always try to find some if you would like. They're they're down way on the other side of the city, though. But you can always try. Yeah, I just want to see even a phrase. Can we get word to them to see if we could uh, rope them in? Because you know, you're asking me back, to... get a little bit of payback. Well, I don't know if you have contacts to get you know word faster. I can try to use some of mine. I'm just saying. Any any extra help, any extra chaos we can uh, drum up is bonus. Um, I don't think I can get a message out out to was it the harbor? That's where the Dresden hooks were. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I can get a message out to the remnants of the harbor within a week, let alone within a few hours. Do you think your uh, friend that we bumped into yesterday or earlier today would help? Oh, not a chance. He would sooner cut my throat open. And he could use your own sword to do it. But it wouldn't his uh, business be in jeopardy if uh, they start to take over everything? They would be ratted out eventually, and guards would just swarm the area and kill them. Men like that think they're much bigger than they are. They'd sooner fall before admitting that things were getting out of hand for them. Okay. All right, then. And that's what separates Drake's Bane from us. All right, I got to go meet somebody. Where are you, where are you guys going to be? Right in the middle of the hornet's nest. We're heading over to the estate. All right. That's I'll where Rolex and Ame are. I'll be there as fast as I can. Okay. It's going to take you guys both quite some time to travel there. It's going to take you, uh, if you guys are going by a vehicle, or are you guys walking? How much is the vehicle? It's another 10 gold to get to where they are at. 15, actually, because you have to take a ferry as well. Uh, I can I can afford it. <laughs> That's going to make me flat broke. Nice. And I did I did just force... How much did I... <laughs> force less than pay 16 gold to the dude. How, how much did we get paid last night for the songs? Because... Uh... 
I was flat broke before that. Sixteen gold, I think. Sixteen gold, I think, is what you had on you. It's what I think. It's what, it's what you were you gave to the to the person. Yeah. yeah so, uh, um, I have nothing at this time. I can afford transportation, and that's it. I don't even have two gold to rub rub together after that. Let's dress up as guards. Maybe we can get a discount. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Let's try it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. No, if if or just don't pay. I mean, hey, we're winners for guards. We're not paying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bill it to the capital. If we can find like a boat specifically with guards on it, that it might even just be free. Yeah. So yeah, we're reporting to the estate. You know, if if we can find something like that, someone's burrito's done. <laughs> God damn it! All right, so uh, Ophidian, are you traveling there on foot? Or are you going to? I'm heading to the uh, meet with the envoy. Yeah, but I mean, are you traveling there on foot, or are you? How are you? Oh, no, how I'm you taking. Get? Yeah, so speed is uh, you know what I need. Okay, it's, so to get there the fastest would probably be about the twelve gold pieces to to get you through the guild area and then over towards. Uh, the opposite side if you wanted to do that. Yep, that'll work. Okay. All right. And then uh Rays and uh Rays and Les, you guys so but Les you put the guard uniform back on and you guys start to make your way out into the streets here. Um are you going to try to con your way into a ride to the harbor or are you gonna walk to the harbor and then try to get on a boat with guards across the harbor? Uh probably have uh Rays pay to get us there if they don't budge with the the guard uniforms uh to the harbor and then we'll just try to get on the sneak on not sneak on but uh use the guard uniforms to influence getting a free ride okay so uh it takes you guys some time to make your way down to the harbor and everything else and during this travel time we're going to go over to rolex and ami it's getting later in the day here it's getting closer to the evening time and everything else and as you guys are uh making your way down what are you guys wanting to do I mean, last I knew, it was just <clears throat> after getting just whatever information we could <clears throat> by being here around the guards and from the plants, it was just getting back with the party to see what we're doing with the guard uniforms and the plan going forward. So we're kind of just waiting on them. Yep. And Rolex doesn't need to worry about sleep. So if it comes down to, you know, actually having to keep guard or keep watch on anything, uh, he can definitely do that if we have to stay there. I don't know what the difference in time is between us finishing work for the day and them showing up, but whatever that may be, if we have to accommodate for it. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, they're going to do a test on my alarm system real quick here. So I'm going to mute myself so I don't blow out anyone's ears. So one second. <laughs> He's going to go microwave another. If you guys, if you guys want to do some talking between each other, you can. Are we all together now? No, you uh... and you are together and then uh, Ray's and Les are together right now. I wonder if it would uh, work for Ophidian to be a distraction to kind of get the guards heading his way to maybe free up Antiva. I mean, the room going dark that Rolex and Ami found out is probably where Antiva would be. That's my guess, at least. So, ah, you and your vendettas. Oh, <laughs> I was still thinking about him. He's the one that got away. I thought everyone wanted him dead. And then yeah, after I said it, we're like, yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> also, 
stupid cat. <laughs> that was the first thing you. Yeah, you should have threw. You should have cut that guy's throat. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm trying I, to think I, of how they would haze somebody, and the first thing I could think of was, oh, they probably call him stupid cat, and then kick him during boot camp or whatever. You should have throw your name down as Dagaga. <laughs> There you go. I'm Dagagaga. Yep. <laughs> just and every time you say it, you, there's just another G on the end. Yeah. I'm Dagagaga. I'm Dagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagag
um, uh, uh, riots. You do hear putting down uh, certain areas. You do hear um, uh, this will be a very long night and things. Oh, hold on. No problem. You do hear screeching in the distance. <laughs> yeah, the plants. All the plants that you're killing and hurting. <laughs> Every time, every time Rolex takes a step, you hear ah! a million, vo a million plant voices cried out, and we're suddenly silent. Well, something terrible has happened. Even the younglings, the um, oh, the yes. younglings. Yes, Randy, yes. I, I could imagine if you, um, if you took that speak with plants to the level of like each blade of grass, that would be painful as you're walking around. Yeah. Okay, okay, um, almost. So close. <laughs> you can do it. Raises. Okay, I think I think we're okay. Um, as this happens, Ami, night starts to fall, and you can see more lights in the house come on, except for that second level of the house. It's still completely dark. Uh, you do talking about. Yeah, you do see through the through the darkness of the shutters. You do see like some like some like flashes of a little bit of light coming from there, but you get more enraged by the fact that a lot of the guards are now starting to hack up some of the uh, trees and start to light them on fire around the actual, um, uh, like little bonfires around the actual property at night. Um, what do the two of you want to do? What what does Rolex like wear? Does he wear like it's all any just, kind of like pouches or? Well, there's compartments, right? It, it's all... Uh, pieces of metal and wood and um, you know pipe uh, tubes and, and stuff go through them. Some a gear, walking pair of cargo pants like that. He's a pair of cargo pants, but Do it's you... mainly just a whole bunch of little plates stuck together here and there. And some of them, because he does a lot of tinkering, some of them would have little hinges so you could open it and you know stick your car keys in there, kind of thing. Do you guys remember that scene in Peter Pan where Tinkerbell's really pissed off and like? glitter is just like falling off of her and she's just yep. like beat red like glowing that's basically where Ami's at right now and she basically says like let's go and crawls into one of his his compartments and just before I start fighting yep. <laughs> there you go before I unleash the wrath of a 14th level druid we can make it a sensory deprivation chamber uh, I've got a level of warlock too <laughs> don't you forget it warlock mm -hmm. too that's awesome okay Ami, uh, you're inside Rolex's chest. Rolex, are you just leaving the property then, or what are you doing? It sounds like, yeah, but I'm not going to go far. Let's go first. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go far from view from the entrance, the, the approach that I would expect the other party members to take. Okay. All right. As you make your way towards the front gate to exit, Rolex, you see there are a lot more people outside, a lot more angry people outside, and there are more guards. And as you make your way up to the front, you can see there are several more guards with different looks to be like ballistas and like uh, crossbow bolts that are pointing down at the crowd that is outside. You hear just a, a cacophony of people like shouting and chanting and things. Um, it's up to you if you want to go out there into the madness or... Um, I guess my first thought would be could they get through that to get in here? So I um, think they'd be more willing to walk out. Okay. Okay. All right. Absolutely. So yeah. So as you walk up here, the, one of the guards looks at you and goes, good luck out there and opens up the gate. And as you go out, you can see 
there is just a swarm of people outside and there are guards that are like have their that are standing at attention with sh- heavy shields now that kind of have interlocked together and as you make your way forward uh you kind of like skirt around the sides of them and you make your way down into the streets and again it's dark it's getting darker out here right now there's not a lot of lights that are on in this part of town unfortunately and All as right, you raise make, the gates open let's run in <laughs> as you make your way uh down towards that particular area you can hear just a lot of uh there are a lot of people outside of their homes there's a lot of people outside of their businesses and they're all talking about what's going on in the city right now they're all very very much like at at, at a very anxious level and uh you make your way and you put yourself in the best position where you feel where the other group would come in from is there anything else yeah. that you want to do you and ami at this point um i think i think rest time um, Ami needs to digest the chill pill that, that she has tried to swallow. Yeah, there, there are spores that are spreading inside of your chest plate right now from just the furiousness of Ami's weight. Cool, actually. I like that. Yeah, um, but yeah I, I think uh, a timeout, but a vigilant timeout. Okay. And she put herself there. In all fairness, that's a good start. Okay. The first step is admitting. Okay. Raise and less. You make your way into it's getting dark now outside the sun is cresting down behind the mountains you see as you get to the harbor there is chaos at the harbor there are people like in in droves like trying to get to and from there and you can see that a lot of them are angrily shouting and yelling um you can see that there is several guards and they're like kind of like trying to like do crowd control in one area what do you guys want to do um i Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I heard that uh, the guards were kind of being given, quote-unquote, free reign, right? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, so as we approach, I want to, of course, be disguised as that same half-elf from earlier. Uh, da, 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 so that uses up that spell slot. And I want to try... Where did it go? Where did it go? Where's that spell? I know I have it. You are here. You are mine. Is wish? Is it wish? Are you about to cash wish? <laughs> right. I wish for us to win. <laughs> um, about how many people are here? Over a couple hundred. Easy. Mm. Damn. Mass suggestion only affects 12. It's 12 could be enough to incite more, more chaos, though. Mm-hmm. Well, because I just what I want to do is create an opening for us to like get to the other guards and be like, hey, yeah, we're supposed to be heading back to the estate. I mean, you can always um, try to do that yourself. I mean, again, it, the, the harbor itself is uh, along the riverbank here. There are several like um, uh, stalls that have like uh, um, like pergola kind of roofs on there where people kind of go through and buy tickets and head out into the actual docks. This is all happening like right in front of it and off to the side, up to the left hand side you can see there are, is a group of soldiers that is like kind of like pushing people out and trying to get them away from the entrances but there's just a mass of people that are kind of like shouting and yelling angrily they're not violent yet but they are definitely hostile right now the entire are they shouting? um they are yelling again for um uh, as you are yeah you can i would say you'd be able to discern all of it here uh no need to roll no need to roll at all um they are shouting uh you know uh, uh, things like where's our power you know you cannot uh you know where's lord phineas needs to solve this here what's going on you can't do this here you can't just show. So you can see that they're 
the guards are doing again what they want. And again, you can also see that it looks like there are several guards that are pulling from um, different wagons and stuff like that. It looks like they're dragging things that they potentially took from the area, like shops. You can see there are several shopkeepers and stuff like that who are shouting at them and stuff like that, and they're bringing them onto boats. All righty. Um, okay, how does this work? Da, 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 da. Brain. Uh, I could also try sleep. Just put 5d8 plus... Uh, what level is that? 7? Plus 17d8 hit points worth of people to sleep. That's a lot yeah. of people. Good. <laughs> yeah, 17d8s of people. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't hear points. anywhere outside of this game. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm not magical. Don't look at me. <clears throat> I want to cast message to uh, one of the guards, uh, one of the ones who's like overseeing things, um, and I, I I want to tell him. Um, well, yeah, just random rank, uh, Resna, uh, reporting here. Uh, we've been told to come back to the capital. Do you need assistance? And I'm gonna like wave in the background. And mm -hmm. uh, give like a bearing from his position, so that he okay. can see me. Okay. Make me a uh, performance check then to see if you can get his attention in all this chaos here. Before you're doing this before you cast message, correct? <laughs> or are you casting message and then waving at him? Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm casting message to like get his attention, like initially. Okay. And okay. then I'm going to give him a bearing so that he can look at in my direction, at which okay. point I will start waving. Okay. And then, Aless, what are you doing while this is going on? Uh, will he have discussed with me what he was going to do? Uh, or would you just do it? Ray's <laughs> uh, would have discussed it. Like, you would have heard him mumbling, like, different spells he could do. And, like, it's very obvious that he doesn't want to start casting at the crowd. Uh and until he finally says sleep, sleep, I can do sleep. Okay, I'm I'm going I'm going to get their attention. I may put a lot of these people to sleep, All right, but well, that should make an opening for us to get to them. Would it help at all if I use my smithing tools and like sharpen my blade, make it a spark, so you could see the little flashing light from the spark while you're trying to wave at him? Hmm. <clears throat> So long that there aren't many people watching, well, all of their attention is focused there. But if enough of them see you messing with a blade, they might they might be pushed into violence, thinking that they're in danger. Okay, um, I won't do that then. I'll just follow your lead. All right. Okay. All right. Less than make me a uh, perception check since you're just kind of keeping an eye out while Raze is doing this. Not persuasion, perception. 22. Ooh, All right, 22. So as you see um, him cast this over there, and and uh, um, uh, make me a performance check here real quick if you haven't done so already uh, for your message and getting the guard's attention here. Raise. Okay. It takes a minute. And as Only a 16. Wow. Yeah, as, the, as the message goes through, you can see the guy, like, he, at first he's, like, trying to, he's like, oh, he's like, get back, all of you, get back. 
He's looking around. And he knows he can respond to the message. Uh, he looks around and he goes, what? who the hell is this? What's going on? And he's like, but he doesn't see you that with, with a 16. At first, it takes a few seconds. And as you're waving around and doing your thing, he notices you and he goes, he looks, look at me. He looks at you and goes, what are you doing over there? And I'm going to repeat the message. Uh, fucking. He's like, get back in formation and get over here and help us. And as this happens less, with what you see, you can see as the crowd is like amassing and there's more people coming from that side of the town. You notice with a 22, there seems to be a few individuals who are like, you know, well dressed, who are making their way into the crowd. They seem to be kind of nonchalant at first. And as. Mm -hmm you're watching them and they, they're really kind of like standing out because they're not getting all in the hype and everything. You can see one of them like reach his hand into his jacket pocket and you see what appears to be, maybe it looks to be a little bit of a, a light being lit underneath his jacket. Uh, I uh, run to go and like grab that guy real quick. Okay. Raise as you see less run over and grab on to the guy here. Make me a strength athletics check then here. Less. Just a strength check. Strength athletics, please. Uh, oh, athletic. Okay. Uh, 20. 20. All right. It's going to be a contested strength check from him. And he is dexterous, not strong. So let's just see how he does. A 14. Less. As you see him pulling this up, you, you're like pushing some people out of the way. And as you push him out of the way, uh, you run and you grab onto him. How are you grabbing onto him? What? How do you want to? Uh, apprehend him. Does he turn towards me as I'm uh, running towards him? Uh, you're, it's, there's so many people in the crowd right now, and they're not paying attention to you, really. They're looking towards where the main group of guards are and everything. No, he doesn't. Yeah, that guy. Okay, so I just grab him by the back of his jacket and kind of pull him out of the crowd. As you do this here, he goes, he goes, oh, what the hell? And you see the couple of people who are with him turn and look, and they see you dressed as a guard. And they go, one of them looks at you and kind of like, you can see that he's about to yell something out. He goes, the guards are attacking the citizens now over here. Help. And then you see the crowd, the mass of hundreds of people that are in this area, just turn and look at you less as you're grappling onto this guy who you're pulling away. Raze, you also see this happen. What do you guys want to do? Mm. <clears throat> I'm just going to yell, uh, no, I'm, I'm just going to reach in, uh, see if I can struggle out whatever he was trying to, like, light or whatever. Sure, sure. Make a uh, make a, um, uh, a slight of hand check to see if you can get your hand in the pocket and try to wrestle it away from where he has it. Uh, 18. 18, okay. He's going to make a contested dex check. I only have a plus and... one with that. <laughs> oh, he's, dex he's dexterous, so he has a plus five. So, But that's still not good enough. That's a 10 plus five. Wow, I cannot seem to roll to save my life tonight. Um, you pull out a bottle, what looks to be like a Molotov in his hand, and you see all the crowd go, go get him! And he, they start to just run after you less. Um, uh, as again, you are dressed as a guard, and that's who they don't like, and you're apprehending somebody who was potentially there to do some damage. So what do you guys want to do? Oh, I Ray. seriously thought he was going to bomb the crowd. I know he was sneaking up to firebomb the guards. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm just going to use my feline agility to double <laughs> kick it out of there. <laughs> Raze, are you doing anything? To um, 
Yeah. You see, you, see. Yeah. you have a you do have a Molotov in your hand now, though, Les. Just so you're aware. Mm. Yeah, I'll um, that away. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cast Sleep at seventh level. Okay. So, All right. Uh, yeah, seventeen d eight hit dice or hit points worth of commoners fall asleep. <laughs> Yep, so uh, go ahead and roll me a 17d8 then. All the way out. Go and roll me a 17d8, please. 17d8. Uh, we, this, oh, this might take a minute. <laughs> I all think right. I can only as, roll five at a time. As this is going on, the crowd starts to get raucous, and you can see them start to get violent now, Raze, as you're getting ready to cast this. And Les is just turning and running as fast as Les can run. Um, Yeah, uh, I think I can only do five at a time. So do one, five at a time. Let's go ahead and do five at a time. Two, 21, 21, 21. That's 15 there, so two more. Nine, okay, so that's uh, 63 plus nine, 72, 72 hit points worth of commoners. All right, seven commoners <laughs> drop right in front of you with one of them kind of like, oh, yeah, but still awake. Uh, with 72 total HP that you have rolled into that here. And as they roll okay. and get fall down, you can um, see that they start getting like kind of kicked and trampled a little bit as there are more people running towards less. I would then like to cast uh, Mass Suggestion around the people who just fell asleep. Because that's that actually works out wonderfully. Because Mass Suggestion can hit up to 12 creatures. And since seven people just fell asleep, that's like... Two people per person that that clonked out. Um, I want to suggest they would have to make wisdom saves versus yep. uh, seventeen, and the you suggestion I'm just gonna do one save be, for all of them. Yeah, the suggestion is just going to be um, keep people safe. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Wow, they don't. <laughs> they, they want violence. They want blood. Okay, uh, they were sleeping, so disadvantage. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not, no, no, I'm no, not no. targeting the sleeping people. He's casting it on the oh. people who are around the sleeping people. And as you, you yell at this, as you're yelling out at them, trying to cast this, they all just turn and look at you as well as Les, and they're like, there's another god over here! Get him! And as this happens, Raze, you see more of these people start to run towards you. All the while you're looking over at the guy, at, the, at one of the leaders of the guards, and he's like, he's like, Oh shit, boys! It looks like some of our, our our guys are getting attacked. Let's go! And they the guards are starting to like push forward into the crowd uh, to try to get to you guys. So, Ray's and, and Les, you're currently in the mix of a massive swarm of very angry, rioting mob people. Some of them are asleep. Some of them, unfortunately, saved with a natural twenty on a on a uh, mass suggestion. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to try to do? Uh, Les was going to try to ditch them down some alleys and then to quickly change out of the guard uniform if he could. <laughs> okay, raise pretty close. Stuff the uniform into his backpack. Um, how far am I from Les? He took off not too far from me. He's, he's maybe 30 feet from you right now, but he's running. He's starting to run as people are chasing him. Um, okay, and the, the the guards are like making their move to yes to get to try to get, get to you guys. Yeah. Um, and you can see them pulling out their blades and their weapons, and they're like they're starting to like attack 
citizens. And the citizens are fighting the back. Some of the citizens have have weapons and things like that. There, there is a like a, a a very very big kind of clash between the guards and then the rioting mobsters. Do I see like a rowboat? <laughs> there are plenty of boats across the harbor, but okay. there's a sea of people between you and the harbor right now. <clears throat> how far? How far is the nearest boat for me? From less. Maybe oh, from less. Less is running in the opposite direction down the street. Um, so from less, <laughs> about two hundred and thirty feet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, I want to run to Les and just, all right, plan B, bear hug him and dimension door onto the nearest boat. Okay, all right, we'll, we will resolve that in a second here. Rolex and Ami, you see more and more people being coming up the, up the street. You don't see your friends yet. Okay. More and more people coming up the street. I need the two of you to make me a perception check, please. Do that. If I have my mouse, there's that mouse. 18. All right. 18. Oh my gosh. And, and a 10. Ami's just seething right now, just inside. I don't know. Maybe Ami's just decorating the, the cavity inside of your, of your chest <laughs> to, make it, to make it more comfortable while she's inside there. Hey, she's um, at home now. Yeah, I'm but, casting half of my 16 fairy fires in here. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Um, she's, yeah, has a little plaque on there that says fairy fire on it. Welcome. Um, but, anyways, Rolex. Oh my gosh. I'm going to make a bar named that. There you go. <laughs> Rolex, you notice that there are more people coming in, and more of them don't look like they are from this area in Hightown. They, they look more commoner and things, and okay. more and more are flooding in, and more. And you see that a lot of them look like they're moving with determination. They look very, very serious. Some of them have like weapons and things holstered on there. And looking back at the manor, you can see um, you can see that there are, with what you rolled, you can see there are, again, several people in very nice-looking clothes, uh, for the players, it's very similar to the ones that Les just saw. Hmm. And they are walking forward, and you can see them talking to some of the people who are with them, and they're whispering things to them, and they're, they're kind of like running forward. And as they're running forward, uh, and they're making their way, the crowd is amassing in front of the gates of the Wintermere Estate. You see them, again, reach into their jackets, Rolex, and they start to light something. As the night starts to get further and further, and it gets darker and darker in here, Rolex, you see just this kind of like flicker of light and this, this angry crowd like yelling and chanting and stuff. And you just see these, these four individuals in these black cloaks just kind of pull out these bottles with fire on it. What do you want to do? So there's, a, there's a, a lot of them. A lot of the people, a bunch of people that look like they're getting ready to start fire. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Rolex will just want to bring it to Ami's attention because I don't see him, you know, crusading out to do anything on either side, either to stop them or join them. <laughs> but um, make sure uh, Ami sees what's going on and says, um, "Should we do anything? Were we ever here? <laughs> Were we ever here?" Uh, Ami starts looking around a little crevice. Where is the intercom button? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at those guys holding the the the, the fire. Um, Rolex just yeah, we're, we're going off like an old state. car alarm. <laughs> car alarm, yes. <laughs> what was that? I mean, so this is still like in the middle of the estate. Where no, like, no, you guys are out. You guys are outside. Yeah, you guys are outside. outside. Yeah, you guys are outside. It was the right. end of our day of work, essentially, and I figured it was. But I mean, we're still basically at the gate. Oh well, yeah, yeah. we're within sight. Yes, so we're going to see where where they throw the uh, fire. 
and we can't see anything about these individuals other than that they're just like kind of dark hooded figures. Well, well dressed, like wearing like well dressed kind of like tailored dark kind of cloaks and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess the best thing would be to bring as much attention to it as possible. Um. Ami will actually use some of the the fairy fire to kind of light them up for people, and uh, my voice isn't big enough to do anything past that. Okay. Fairy All right. Fire, fairy fire, fairy as fire, you fairy as you cast your seventeen fairy fires on them. This this bright sparkling light appears around all of them here, and you see the crowd kind of turn back and look, and you see the the them all looking around as well for what happened. Rolex, are you doing anything at this point? Watching, uh, okay. making sure that we're safe where we are. If anybody like happens to turn towards us, I need to know that. Yeah, the four of them who are who were there in the, the well dressed clothes, both off in opposite directions, and as they do, you can see one of them. They they pull the uh, a cork out of the thing and they stick a a a, um, a, a uh, cloth inside and light it and they just chuck it towards the guards. You see four bottles <laughs> heading towards the walls of the Wintermere Estate. Fairy fire still going off brilliantly at the moment. Brilliant. And as the fairy fire is up there, you can see the guards on the tower looking down, seeing this stuff. They see these people running and they start. You just hear arrows. Firing off. So I think at this point, Rolex would observe again if anything comes near him, like somebody going to throw something at him, or if he sees uh, arrows whizzing by, uh, look for a more safe space. It's more definitely don't want to get involved. Now, Ami might, but Rolex definitely doesn't want to get involved. Uh, he would rather watch to see how anything like that plays out. Okay, Ami, are you in agreement of this? Um, Definitely going to watch. I know I had I know I had control flame at one point. I don't know if that's something that she could accomplish by like putting it out, but I think even then she would only be able to do one at a time. You can absolutely you can always try. Um, I'm just trying to think of any other ways that she can try and get as little damage as possible, both I guess for the, you know humans and stuff but you know uh that's fire going towards her plants it's true yeah that was, that was actually magic water controlling that could also help if you need oh, a second to think about it do she can do stuff with water too yeah if Let's you need a second to look over your stuff we can go ahead and do that here we'll go over to ophidian real quick here ophidian you hear as you're making your way through the Guild Hall area and towards and the Winter's Peak District, where it's much quieter in this particular area, um, there there still is power going to this particular, but it is flickering a little bit. And as you make your way uh, towards um, the uh, the edge of the of the um, of the riverbank, where you can see Nestora Tower, you can see it brilliantly uh, off in the distance. You can see from Nestora Tower there seems to be boats departing from it with individuals uh dressed in black going off and into different directions into the city from there you can also see looking down you can see uh towards the high ha, uh towards high town you can see what looks to be like the outline of uh the edge of where the wintermere estate is over there you can kind of have a, you have a kind of a good view of the city from where you're at and as you do this you are uh, again standing there coming from 
the edge of the river, you just see what appears to be the prow of a boat just kind of coming up un from under the water. And as it does, it rises up and there is a snake head that is affixed to the front. You can see the uh, a little uh, rail drop off to the side and walking out from it, you see the envoy fully cloaked and hooded and not it has a very, very long flowing kind of um, uh, um, full length kind of uh, gown on. Oops. Full length. Not sure. This Here is comes the good. snake. The outfit. All dressed like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in all fairness, I totally thought that they were about to like blow up the crowd. I thought that was Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I wanted to just shout bomb, but I felt like that was probably going to end in the same result, to be completely honest. I mean... At least I got a Molotov out of it, I guess. Yay! Firebombs. <laughs> okay. okay, sorry about that. Um, Ophidian, this, this figure moves out, kind of gliding off of the... <laughs> gliding, setting off alarms so smoothly, as gliding, <laughs> gliding off the middle of this sentence. Not as smooth as I thought. Gliding off your thoughts. My hovercraft is full of eels. I like to imagine that the snake just like stops as Jason yeah. stops. Yeah, pretty much that's what happens. And as 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 it's as it's uh as it's um its train of its of its of its gown gets caught on a few things, it stops and it continues moving forward. It 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 comes over to you, Ophidian. What do you do? Are you doing anything as far as courtesy to this creature, or are you just standing there? I'm just standing there. Yeah, it moves its way over and it goes. Ah, Ophidian, it is. I have heard so much about you from our masters. I am pleased with what you have accomplished out here. Just so you're aware, our masters feel that your skills are needed back at home after this is resolved. You will be expected to return. Is that clear? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure about that. It looks at you and it kind of tilts its head and goes, That is not a request, Ophidian. Oh, snap, boy. <laughs> now take me. Take me to... The take me of this, <laughs> of this city. I totally missed that because people were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it said, take me to the leader of this city, the person who you have all this evidence against. All right, let's let's hit it. As you start to hit the the, the boat, starts to sink back into the water, and it starts to go back underneath. <clears throat> and as it does, Ami. To wrap things up for the night here, what are you wanting to do to try to quell the fire? Um, I have control or destroy water, or create and destroy water. Um, so I'm going to do that and center it specifically on the um, insert fantasy, fantasy setting word for Molotov cocktail. Okay. 
Okay, I like it. And uh, you're casting that at uh, it's just that's a cantrip, right? Just or it's a first level spell. Um, it is a first level, but if you cast it at a uh, second or higher, you can do more water and more space. Sure. Sure. So, how much? What level are you casting this at there? Because again, the, there's two. There's four of them. Both of the two of them ran off in different directions, and they all chucked things towards the walls of the uh, estate. How we're presumably going to be resting soon, so as big as possible to try and hit it. That and you know, an extra watering for the plants is not going to be harmful. Okay. All right. As uh, what do you? How, how does it look when you cast this? Is it a big bubble that appears, or is it something else? Mm -hmm. Does it come in the form of a of a shape, and then just Fairies come along with buckets. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Fairies come along with buckets. You know. <laughs> Butter butterflies made of water. Butterflies Fairies. made of water. Yeah, actually, um, a bunch of like insects will come up from all the plants and like shake their little wings and it'll just start I love it. down. A swarm of insects flies up, which immediately freaks most of the crowd out as this happens, and then starts to rain down uh, water along the entire, again, it's a 30-foot cube, so if you're doing as big as you can go, it's covering almost the entire estate at this moment of bugs just dripping things. And you can hear the crowd go, oh, God, the bugs are pooping on us. Oh, and they're starting to freak out as um, the swarm of insects is dripping down liquid onto them. Ami the, audibly rolls her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> as this happens, you do see the, the the Molotovs in the air. You can see them starting to get hit by the water as it's a pretty good downpour of water since you did cast it at a high level. And you can see them go out. And as the bottles smash against the walls and some of them make their way over the wall, you can just hear the And that's it. No fire happens. And with that, with the chaos that is starting, we will wrap for tonight. All right. Bold of you to assume we're getting a long rest, Tommy. <laughs> I, I can't talk. I burned both of my uh, six, both my sixth and seventh level slot on that crowd. So, good gosh, man. I'll well, take a nap on the boat while I row. I guess. Okay. I don't get All right. Well, on a short rest. Thank you guys for playing. Um, it's that was a lot of chaos that happened. So <laughs> Definitely. We'll Definitely. It sounds like. Uh, a big lizard reveal there. I don't know if Chris was expecting to have his lizard out at the end of the game. But... <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Take me, Ophidian. Take me. Take me now. Fine, unzips. So I'm still not that, going home, though. You wrap that one up, and we'll, we'll wrap this one up. <laughs> I'll say bye-bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. That was hysterical.